Hey yo, today we are talking about the level up, folks. Like, how you go from being one thing to just sort of starting with an idea and taking steps forward and then to like, how do you begin to scale? Because that's sort of the breaking point that we're at right now. We've done so much on our own to build to where we are right now. And now it's sort of like, okay, as we look into 2022, where do we go from here? And how do we start now that we have this beautiful foundation? How do we continue building on that foundation and maybe start working on the first floor and of the empire, right? And that looks like bringing in counsel, bringing in people who can help guide those next steps so I can offload some of those um, very important things that I don't want to know how to do, um, but that I definitely need guidance on. And so no matter what you're doing at some point, if you want to scale and grow to a new level, you got to start bringing people alongside. And we've known that Miss Hannah Ness has not been peopling for a while. And so this is not only a really cool place to be in because I'm ready to interact with community to start rebuilding a community around myself, but I'm also ready to trust in the belief that I have in myself enough to bring people into the vision. And it's kind of a beautiful place to be. So let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three, and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world. However, that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back 
to rebuilding after that. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast, where dreams come true and we evolve and we grow in relation to how we change as a person as we continue to develop into the life of our dreams, right? You can't be standing as the same person you were before you were chasing your dreams. It's just going to look different. You're going to feel different. You're going to have to. Um, Yeah. So let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. This is the very practice that sort of shifts energy towards what it is you're looking for. And go. Okay. My great thing (coughs) is, okay, I'm going to sound like a nerd. And I absolutely am. Uh, I'm sort of a fangirl obsessed with volleyball. I can't help it. It it was like such an important part of my journey and my life to where I am right now. It, it pointed out so many important things that I still hold true, dear to who I am. All of these things that I probably would have gotten there without, but like fast-tracked my ability to see these things, fast-tracked my ability to tap into these things because of my relationship with that sport, because of what I was able to build based on who I was and what that sport gave me access to. And so um, it looks different because I used to be a coach And I'm like, this morning I was flipping through photos because I was trying to think about like how many state volleyball, okay, I'm a nerd, I know, nerd, (laughs) how many state volleyball tournaments have my kids been able to experience? And I know when my husband and I got married, we always wanted to raise our kids around athletics because athletics were such a cornerstone of the things we knew to be true about how we built the humans that we were, right? And so we just always knew that they were going to grow up in that environment. We didn't know what that was going to look like, but that's what we wanted. And so that took shape over years. And when I was going through photos, I was like, wow, how really, how many tournaments have we been to? So my eight-year-old has been going to the state volleyball tournament since she was one and a half. So she missed one in her lifetime. Uh, And my five-year-old has gone to every state tournament, I believe, and and maybe has missed one. I think we... uh, we took a year off. I don't think we took a year off. Actually, I think Emory still ended up going. I don't know. Either way, <coughs> we've been to a state tournament or two. And having sat in a lot of seats watching, right? Watching as a fan, coaching, um, never playing as a player, but um, getting to experience it as a coach 
multiple times. Um, there's not, there aren't a whole lot of environments that can match that. And, um, I've experienced it in so many different ways, so many different capacities, talking about which one I loved most. Um, I don't, hmm, I don't know. I think getting to sit there and experience it with my kids, see how they're seeing it, answer their questions, see their excitement for what they're seeing and experiencing. Oh, it just hits different. And I pulled up the picture of my five-year-old's first tournament. And I was like, well, okay. I wonder who was watching my five-year-old during that time when she was a six-month-old, because I would have been down coaching. My husband and my uh, three-year-old at that point would have been down on the floor watching. And so I don't even know. I don't know who had her. I don't know. <laughs> but like, she was there. And now I know exactly where they are and what questions they have and what, what their experience is now. And I think I love that almost more than anything. Um, I don't know. It's just sort of full circle because I didn't know if we would be able to continue raising our kids around the sport like we had before when we had access like that. And I'm grateful to be welcomed into the community that we live in um, as sort of bona fide volleyball nerds and um, be able to experience it in this way too. Cause I don't, I don't know which way is more beautiful and I've had opportunities to get back in to the coaching world and, the, my intuition just hasn't led me back in that capacity yet. And so, um, you know, like taking it as it comes, taking it as I want and just looking at it from a different perspective, I think is really beautiful. And so I've been really trying to take time and just absorb what I can from this experience and like take it all in and be so happy with where I'm at because in years previous, it was like, Oh man, I'm missing out or man, how I wonder if people are wondering if I wish that I was down there and I didn't have those thoughts this year. I think it was just like really in this place of gratitude for all the things that I got to experience in my life already related to this sport. And now like what that experience, what that base experience has opened up for my own children because of their ability to like literally be raised on the sidelines of high level programs and then, you know, be, a person who's known for that and to study the sport at that level and then be able to transfer that to my own kids and benefit for years to come in hopes that we'll be there as spectators of our own children someday or somewhere 
whether that's here or whether who knows, right? But like, what a beautiful base to be building for them. What a beautiful experience to get to experience with them. Because I missed out in years before, but that very much was an important part of my journey. And I'm excited to be on this side, um, consciously absorbing everything that's happening and just getting to be there with them. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that there's a better seat in the house than getting to learn and cheer and hear your kids talk about who, who they're going to be someday, that they're going to be just like number 10 and they're going to be just like number eight and blah, blah, blah. Like It's just, it's super cool. And I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I am officially a nerd and I don't care. I will be a volleyball nerd probably until the day that I die because I am completely biased, but I don't believe that there is a better game that is more applicable to life than volleyball. You can try to convince me otherwise, but I will likely not listen to you. And so it would be pointless. Um, It's why I like the sport more than anything else. It's why I loved coaching the sport. Um, Technique wasn't always my favorite, but mentality and the ability to gain mental advantage over competition was my specialty. And um, there's no sport that is more vulnerable to mental fluctuations than volleyball. It is just all over the board and momentum shifts so easily and so quickly. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. Um, It really is. And a beautifully dangerous thing as well. So that's my great thing. Just being able to enjoy the phase of life that we're in right now. And I think prior I was sort of robbing myself from just enjoying the very basicness of the experience that I was in and robbing myself of the present moment at times before. And it didn't, it hit different this year. (laughs) And I'm really appreciating the peace that has come alongside this experience at this point. So Go ahead and ground yourself in all of your greatness. I don't want to tell you anything else. That's all I will tell you to do that and nothing else. Turn off the podcast, go about your day, but make sure that you ground yourself in your own greatness. Just like pick something out of your day that you felt really great about. It felt really great to be at peace yesterday watching the sport that I loved. And I haven't been in that place. I took probably a year of major avoidance of all things um, and then sort of slowly welcomed myself back in. And that was anxiety ridden and scary and I didn't know where I would end up. And so it feels really great to be in this peaceful state of being. Okay. Probably most people don't have that deep of experience, but you should know by now, Hannah takes things to another level. And so, yep, experiences with me aren't like some surface level. Oh, I just 
went and cheered and it was so fun. Like, know that I am having deep thoughts about every single interaction and experience that I am having throughout the day. Okay, now you know. <laughs> um, today, today, my good friends, right, we've been talking about energy and this new level of existence. And yes, we had a slight disruption in that. And I think it's perfectly normal. Um, we aren't going to be able to sustain all of the time. And that's why I started talking about how important it is to be aware of the things that you tend to attract when you are in those lower vibrations. Make sure that you're kind of keeping count of who revolves when. Okay. And this next part, who revolves when you're at your higher state, when you have sort of corrected the vibration, gotten back into that energy wave, what are the things that you're attracting and how are you following your intuition in those moments? And I always like to make sure that I am following a lead that sort of happened organically versus actively pursuing things. So like I'm not the one looking, I'm looking for more guidance based on guidance that has been given to me. And so what do I mean by that? So like last week, I would have went out to something, some event that organically appeared, that going to that event, right, then networked me with four new people, well, five, six, six new people. And those six people and the relationships that we built in that moment and the conversations that we had in those moments, those things led to more things that led to more things. And that's what's important. Because I think for me, it was like I was always so actively pursuing things that I thought needed to come next instead of sort of letting the universe guide me to where I needed to be. And so that just looked like sitting here, letting intuition speak, letting the universe send things into my environment. And maybe you're doubting that. And so if you are in a place of doubting what I'm saying about the universe sending things into your gravitational pull, that's probably why the universe isn't sending things. <laughs> you gotta believe it. Yep. You gotta believe it in order for it to happen. <laughs> and I'm telling you, okay, ask my sister-in-law. When the two of us get together, it is like major manifestation station, okay? Things happen. And I don't think that it's me, even though that's what she'll say. I think it's like the power of two, the power of both of us believing in the goodness of the encounter that we're going to have with the day, in the power of us both believing in the same things, in the importance of vibrational frequencies, in the importance of high vibe energy. It's results driven and it's the power of two minds versus one. And so we are strong and we make things happen. And so once you give in and you say, yep, you throw up your hands, right? And I had this moment uh, probably two weeks ago where I was like, you know what, universe, you're guiding me anyways. Let's go. Take me. 
And before I was still like, okay, take me universe. Yep. You can take me. Ah, but I, but I'm pretty sure I'm still supposed to be, be right. I'm supposed to put this out there. No. And my intuition would say, no, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's just going to be rejection. Like, why are you, why are you? No, no, no. And then I'd be like, okay, let's send. (laughs) Cause I still got to do something. Right. And you, you, you don't, you don't, or you're still doing things right? Like I still went out to that meeting, but you're letting those things come to you and flow to you. And you're not like fighting so hard and and forcing it because the universe will get you if there's something to get. But like, if you're out running ahead of the universe, then it can't really play to you, right? And so I've sort of just taken a back seat and said, yep, please guide me. I won't overdo. I still step on my own toes and do once in a while, but I'm getting better in this stage. And what's important in this stage, and most of you are going to encounter this, once you get to a place where you're actually believing that this is going to happen, and some of us might say like, wow, <laughs> you've been doing this for three years. You're just now starting to believe that this could happen. It's a slow build. Okay. Especially if you're, if you're coming from a place where you are just completely lost in life. The rebuilding of a person's mentality is not to be joked around about. It is not some like, we read a book and everything changed. It is a constant, consistent process of correction and adaption. Adaption? That's not a word. <laughs> well, adapting, right? And like coming back to the table and, you know, having the moment where you blow up or you you sort of um, overstep the universe and then coming back and being like, oh no, I overstepped there. It's okay. Oh no, that wasn't a good experience. Oh no, I talked about something, but I didn't really believe it. And so I'm not going to be fruitful in that relationship. Oh, whatever. And then you're coming back and you're going, okay, could have done better here. Okay. It's all about that self-assessment and continuing to move forward and to promise to do it better and coming back every day and making sure that you're paying attention to that, that you're aware of that, that you're doing what you can to correct some of those vibrational energies. And for some of them, you're just moving past and continuing to move forward because bottom line, it's just about winning the majority of the days at this point. And over time, you'll win more. But you're always coming back to the drawing table. You're always coming back and reviewing the results of what you got, the results of where you went, and always moving to that higher place of just believing in where you're going, in what you want. And it takes time, especially if you're coming from a place of really not believing much about yourself and your own worth and believing that you are someone who's capable of doing things like this. If you're coming from that place, it's just going to take time. And I love you too much to lie to you.
Okay. But once you get there, once you get to this place where you actually believe, actually deep in your core, you can go out, you can speak to the things that you're going to do and you aren't second guessing it anymore. Because up until this point, about two weeks ago, it was still like, I'm saying it, but I, oh, they raised their eyebrows at one point. Oh, they don't believe it. Oh no, I don't believe it either. Oh no, like I'm scaling back in the intensity of how I'm presenting myself and the things that I'm presenting, I'm scaling back in my own belief of myself. And why would anyone believe in me if I don't believe in me first? Well, they're not wrong. Okay. I got to believe what it is that I'm doing, why I'm doing it, and who I am, and what I'm about. And if I can't kind of get behind that person, that motion, that belief, then I shouldn't expect anyone else to, right? That's just bananas in pajamas. And so, <laughs> so now that you're in this place, you got to start to compile a council. Okay. And my husband and I had to have this conversation last night. Like, we don't know how to do this. And there are certain things that are outside of what we know and who we have access to. And so it's like, oh man, I wish that I just knew someone who, who did that. And here's the thing, depending on the scale of what you're trying to do, you may be able to rely on those resources and just get by. But like, if you're making major moves, you need to have major alliances with people who can help guide you, people who can come alongside you and strengthen where you're trying to go and know the things that you don't need to know because there's going to come a point in anything that you're trying to do where there are certain things that are just outside of your comfort zone, outside of your ability to learn, your capacity to learn, and your need to learn. Okay? And I don't know what that is for you. But there will come a time where you just have to start offloading some of those things so you can do more of what it is you were brought here to do. And so you can actually scale even faster because those people come on and they help guide all of the things that you're trying to do as a partner, as someone who complements everything right? And maybe even helps to scale things, maybe even helps to make better, more sound decisions. And this is a place that I would have dreamt of being a year ago. I would have only been able to have visions of two years ago. And three years ago, I would have said, no way, Jose, you've gone mad. Hannah Nuss would never be able to be in a position like that where she's assembling some sort of uh, dream team to help her develop what this empire is going to look like. Come on, not her. Oh, oh yeah. How is she going to do that? She's going to. Uh, okay. 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 Hannah, scale it down a little bit. You've gone crazy, right? 
And here we are. Hi, three years ago, Hannah. Hi. Yeah. What's that you said? You've gone crazy? Oh. <laughs> We're in reality town here, sis. Welcome. And all we had to do with that person from three years ago was actually start to love herself, believe in herself, and actually take action for the things that she wanted instead of just sitting there cutting those dreams down, possibilities down, and realities far from our existence right then and there. And now, here we are. And so as you're generating that counsel, what I will say is we've built a lot of things in this last three years. We've gone a really long distance. And as I was having... um as I've started to have different meetings and conversations with different people to start assembling this dream team, um, I, I'm not, I'm not in a place where I just go, oh, wow, that was a small undertaking. And I'm also not in a place where I go, oh, geez, well, that was all pointless. Like, that all makes perfect sense. It's led us to this place. What a beautiful place to be in and what a beautiful conversation to have. Like I'm not coming to the table and saying, okay, haven't even started. Don't even really know what I'm doing. Please help. I'm coming to the table saying we've built this foundation X, Y, Z, A, B, C. And how do you help take that further? And what can you do as a partner to come alongside me and help me scale this to bigger places than we've been before? What decisions should I be making? Where should I be going? And I know where we're going, but like, I don't know all the ins and outs of every part of what makes a business run. And so if you're headed in that direction of running your own business, I would say there will come a point in time where you have to bring people along with you. And you have to start to offload some of the things that you've been doing by yourself and sort of just piecing it all together. Uh, with free resources and, and different things. And there will come a point in time, a line in the sand where you go, okay, we're not playing small anymore. It's time to ante up. It's time to start moving this. It's time to start bringing these things to reality and start structuring it as the major potential all of these things have and make sure that we're protecting ourselves in the process. And so it's, it's full circle. But what I will say is no matter what you're doing related to your dreams, there will come a point that you get to, and maybe it'll be around year three for you too. <laughs> and this will work out perfect. There will come a point where you have to start. You can't expect yourself to know everything. You have to start leaning on other people in order for you to scale.
And so it's okay. And how beautiful that you were able to do what you did by yourself. And that's the most fun part of the experience that I'm having right now is like the pride that I have in what we've built so far, in the visions for where we're going, and in the belief of what I'm saying. And it's it's super amazing is like the best way that I can put it. But I have known from the very beginning that I wanted to build this from nothing. I wanted to build this not leaning on anything that I had built before. Not that there was much to lean on. I wanted to show people what was possible just based on you showing up and taking the very first step in front of you and then continuing to fall, climb, walk, run forward at whatever pace is necessary for any given moment. And if you're willing to just take that first step, I believe you can chase your dreams if you're willing to just keep moving forward. And I have always wanted to prove that I could build that from nothing. And I'm super stoked to be in the place that we are right now. Even more so for anyone who would ever come into contact with this work, um, you know, the hope that you get to see the entire picture of what it took to get where I'm going right now, and all the things that we do from here. That will always be my favorite part of all of this. The transparency along what that mental journey looked like. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day a post with some inspirational, I don't know, quotes and movements. Um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook, you can find us at The Death of a Dream. Also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.